Welcome to Look Who's Talking, episode 118. Oh, the Buffalo Bills, 13 seconds to glory. I think they're afraid of getting miracled again. Thomas Brady almost did it again, and the day the Packers died. Super Bowl MVP in futures and a whole lot more. Here we far and go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you're joining us from all over the world. Ni hao, previet, bonjour, hola, guten tag, and vanagam, which is Sri Lankan. You're going to learn a whole bunch of stuff on this show. That'll just be the first one. What a weekend of football. Probably the best weekend of football I think I've seen since I was in diapers, and in which case I was not watching. I just heard in lore that there may have been a better one, but I'm still not actually sure. Uh, it pains me as a Bills fan to watch us lose in an, another Shakespearean way. Worse than wide right. Not Maybe not quite as bad as the miracle, but that one was tough. But tough in a different way because it was also the best football I think I've ever seen. I've, you know, as has been expressed a lot these past few days, 13 seconds away. If the, mir- minute, if the miracle hadn't happened in Tennessee decades ago, maybe they kick it. Apparently, it was an execution problem. Me and Mike and Huck will get right into that. But that wasn't the only game. Uh, if you think it's tough being a Bills fan right now, imagine you being a Packers fan. At least Josh Allen isn't about to leave the franchise. All right? It's over. They were Super Bowl bound, and now it's done. Aaron's done. Devontae probably gone, and that's it. Favre, Rogers to the desert of NFL mediocrity. So that's pretty tough. What a win by the Niners. Uh, when you win by a punt block, it's going to be tough to give, tough for me to give your team confidence going forward. But hey, heck of a punt block, heck of a win by the San Francisco 49ers. And why doesn't everybody draft a kicker, Mike? Because this kicker has been helping the Bengals the entire season. And just as he said to the backup quarterback, we're going to the AFC Championship game, which they are, which was 13 seconds away from being in Buffalo. But I digress. Why doesn't every team draft a kicker? First question for you. Weird Michael, still one of the hottest handicappers in all of pro football. You're you're lucky you asked me a kicking question, Jeff, because I was I was starting the rebuttal season early, man. How dare you compare a divisional weekend to a Super Bowl missed kick? Okay, I guess we're talking kicks anyway. You said this was worse than Scott Norwood? The Bills well, lost. Are well, you out of your Farvin Gord? I know it's we're the Super Bowl. Desert. Storm, we are talking the 91 Super Bowl, Whitney Houston setting the biggest stage at the time the world had ever seen. And that guy missed a kick. I guess we're at least it was a 47 yarder, though. It's a 47 yard kick. That's not exactly like jump change, buddy, buddy. Back then, that was a long time ago. The point is that you and everybody else is level jumping the weekends and the NFL order crescendi. You telling me straight face. It wasn't Championship Sunday. It was faux Championship Sunday, and it delivered on every possible angle. It was the best weekend of football in our lives. Um, From the block punt, all right, Saturday night in a snowstorm at Lambeau. How epic was that? The Bengals laid down and still won. They laid down the Jungle Cats, laid down. And still won the game. Huckster, that was the biggest choke in 10 years, man. That was worse than the Colts losing to the Jags. That was awful. And, of course, the Bills and Rams. Nobody's even talking about the Rams. They I'm, talking about the, I'm talking about the Rams. How they almost yeah. gave up a 24-point lead to Brady with no offensive line. Come on, let's give this 44-year-old guy some credit. There's no way he should have been able to come back. The, the live point spread for a lot of that game floated around 13 and a half, 12 and a half, up to 14. I got him at 14. Um, I, re- I remember live betting Brady when they were down, not 28-3, but it was 21-3. And I was actually in China. This story brought to you by Storyteller Beverages, by the way. Remember to join our playoff contest. Uh, check out our Instagram at Hughes Talking. Win free beer for a year. If you're not already in the contest, probably going to be hard to win from this point forward. But Check it out. Weekly we still prizes. got weekly. We got weekly, weekly prizes, prize. swag bag, and some booze from Storyteller Beer. But no shit, Mike. You know this because when my I was it was like five six a.m. in China. We're thirteen days ahead. It's already Monday morning. 
and Brady and the, and the Patriots are playing the Falcons and they're down 21-3 at half, but they're getting the ball. I'm like, this is classic live bet scenario. Oh my God, and I go on my phone, a live bet, 100 beans, let's go. We're going to win a lot of money. And then they go down 28-3. I wish I could say that I live bet them then, but even then I put my phone down and I was talking to uh, kind of our friend, David, who ran the restaurant, eh, Huck? Uh, our, our boy uh, who ran Westies, this little hotel. I took you to Westies, Mike. Uh, this little hotel in the village. You made, me a, you made me a fucking omelet at Westies, bro. I sure did, because we had the Jeff Hewlett breakfast menu. Yes. Anyway, I'm in there early. I literally like was there while they were opening up. I'm watching on their Wi-Fi. And then uh, 28-3, I'm like, okay, just tell me if anything sort of happens with this blue and red team. Um, as I started having like a meeting about our morning practices and stuff like that. And then taps me on the shoulder. He's like, the Tom Brady's, they score. <laughs> he doesn't he call the Patriots, called the Tom Brady's. Anyway, my phone cuts out. Uh, I'm checking on the score app. I'm like, oh my God, they're charging, they're charging. I FaceTime Weird Mike, who's having a Super Bowl party at his parents' house. And on the, cool. and I'm like, we're on a Caribbean cruise. And, and a bunch of the boys are there. I'm like, can you just set the phone up so I can watch like the last six minutes of the game? And even though he needed his phone to make bets and stuff, I appreciate you, Mike, because you let me watch that comeback and that overtime. And I'm celebrating with Chinese waitresses and David, the bar manager. They got no idea. They're telling everybody, Tom, the Tom Brady's won the Super Bowl. They sure fucking did, bud. Um, but I didn't. I, but I, I thought the Falcons were looked more beatable than the Rams did for a guy who was so wrong with his gold pick. I didn't think that they were going to come all the way back. I took him at plus 14, which covered all my bets this weekend, but shit, that was close. So, you know, Jeff, uh, I graciously offered my phone for that uh, moment. That was you awesome. Being Ch- you being in China. I'd like to clarify for all the listeners at weird Mike Instagram I was not living in my parents' basement at the time. They were on a Canadian no. cruise, <laughs> and I invaded with me and all my rowdy uh, Wuha friends. And uh, Jeff joined us from the other side of the world. It was a great moment, and uh, that's one. Not every, you know, Jeff, you undersold it. Not everybody was using online bets then. The laptop was going in the office. That's so right. Face, that's right. FaceTime was, you know, there was the odd online. Anyway, it wasn't the be all end all. So happy that you got that story across. But as soon as they put that graphic on the screen, largest deficit since Super Bowl, 23, yep. 25 points. It was 24 with the Rams. Everybody had a gulp. Roger made the call. Send a couple calls Tommy's way. He got him. He got him the hard way. He got the got fumbles. More than anything, he got the Palmy message me after it was 27-10. He's like, can they do this again? Can he do this again? And I'm like, I think they need one more, one more turnover. And then they got two. They got two more fumbles after I texted them that. Anyway, a uh, heck of a game by the Rams. You go out and get Matt Stafford to win games like that. And, uh, and that's what happens. Interesting note about Stafford. The 49ers were trying to get him in the offseason. They were the other team, as well as Carolina, but I don't think Stafford was going to go there, uh, trying to get Matt Stafford aggressively, admittedly. And then they didn't get him. They were pissed, especially because he's in their division now. And they trade three draft picks to pick up Trey Lance. But interesting story. Now it's the NFC Championship game, and you got the two teams that were going for Stafford, and the one of them, and the one that got him at home as the fave. Yo, three and a half points. Very interesting. I have been buttering my bread with the NFC West, and I will continue to butter that extremely wide, overbaked loaf. Later this episode, one pick, superstar pick coming. No smash and sprinkle. One all in. Put your nuts in the basket. Cough twice and hope for the best. 27 minutes from now. How about that one? Okay. Well, like 20, like two, I don't know, like seven minutes ago, I asked you a question. You haven't answered it yet. Why doesn't every team draft a kicker? They score a lot of points and... You know Al Davis did it. The Cincinnati kicker looks like a stud. You get a, a replacement defensive tackle in the sixth or seventh round or a guy who's going to score half of your points. I, I would love it. If, if I would love my team to draft a kicker if the guy's a rock star. First of all, coaches been hating and disrespecting the field goal on and on more and more. 
for the last half decade. And that trend has continued less in the playoffs, of course, because points are at a premium. But the real reason I think is because people don't correction kickers. There's way more than you think. It used to be the weird oddball. Now they're sharing the same weight room. There's the kickers on the same diet. It, you don't have to, because there's more quality of them. So that rock star in college doesn't necessarily translate into the NFL a la Rodrigo Blankenship, four-year starter at Georgia, couldn't miss winning bowl games, kicking title title kicks. You know, not his guys. This guy's one of the biggest weirdos in the league, man, with those goggles. Anyway, the point is, is that there's more of them. And that's why I think. So anybody that's- can walk on, you could call on, there's more scouting, people sending shit in, it's easier to communicate, blah, blah, blah. I just, I would like my pick of the litter in the seventh round rather than just assuming I'll get sure. the best of the undrafted guys. That's me. I mean, who's the most valuable player on the Ravens? Honestly, yeah, no, I <laughs> maybe Lamar, but Tucker's like one a anyway, can't believe I'm defending drafting kickers to you, but Hey, you know what? It's a weird week. <laughs> I told you, I told Huck pre-show, eh? I'm feeling extra weird. You got all these random futures out. The Super Bowl futures are flying. The coaching futures are flying. We just had the craziest football weekend ever. Our show has yep. got a little mini blow up, got some steam rolling. Divisional weekend, faux championship Sunday. And now this championship Sunday. I got one little note just on the Bills. You know, when, we were, when I was a kid, I went to my first Bills game. It was Bills-Colts back when the Colts was in our division. I'm not even sure who the quarterback was. It was post Jim Kelly, but before Bledsoe, whoever the fuck that guy was. Okay. (laughs) Like not Doug Flutie yet. I don't even think it was Rob Johnson. It was maybe whoever was before that. But I remember thinking to myself, I I think they gave, I think they gave his career backup a year, like Todd Peterson or something, something like whoever stood behind Kelly. Got a chance. It was Frank Reich. Maybe it was Frank Reich. We'll see. Either way, I remember thinking, Man, how cool it would be if my team had one of these quarterbacks that I'm watching play these important playoff games and just throwing four touchdowns on Monday Night Football and just playing beautiful recess football. But instead, we're watching these two-yard runs and it's third and two and the guy they throw a you know a minus two-yard pass. That was the Bills football that we had. And I remember thinking, like, how cool would it be? You know, as we were growing up, it was Favre, it was Aikman, it was Steve Young. And we got the tail end of Marino and Elway, you know, and these just all-star quarterbacks playing beautiful, pure football. And as I'm watching that game, Chiefs Bills, there's a little part of like the kid in me just enjoying football the way I used to as a kid watching like Aikman play the 49ers and stuff. But now it's the Bills. That's our logo playing in arguably the best game of all time. And I talked about this this last week. Not quite yet. Hold on. That's sweet, um, that's sweet Jeff. But you could still do that. But like, I admire that. It's it's cool. Like, and the other thing is, is that the entire football world, forty eight million people in North America, watched that game, Kansas City versus the Bills. Who is pulling at your heartstrings after that game? Who is your new favorite player? Let's say you weren't a Josh Allen guy and you weren't a Bills guy. You are now. Because as we as we learned from Rocky one, if you have the only thing that people love more than the winner is the loser that worked hard, came from nowhere and fucking deserved it, but just was beat by a better guy that day by a little bit. That's Rocky one. Mahomes is Apollo Creed and we got Rocky Balboa. The new fan favorite of the NFL is the Buffalo Bills quarterback, and he deserves it. He's the best player, one of the top three players in the league now, at least. And he's going to be for a long time. It was just cool. I remember being a Bills fan as a kid. I didn't know it would last throughout my entire adolescence into college. We got season tickets with Nolan and Centenado, and then even into 20s and 30s until Josh Allen was drafted. And now we're that team. And how cool is that? Also, the other thing, uh, we talked about this last week on our Truth of the Week. Uh, how cool would it be if there was stop time 
in the last two minutes to make these games a little more pure football. Well, that's what it's like, folks, except to play like that, you need literally the two of the three best quarterbacks in the league and some great teams behind you to make it seem like it's stop time to play that back and forth last two minute football. Well, well, all I'm saying is that felt pure. That felt like recess. You know, if, if you're up a couple points at recess and you realize, oh, my God, it's one minute till the bell, you're not kneeling it. You're playing a couple you're throwing a couple more. It's recess football, and that's why it was beautiful to watch. And if you didn't like football before, you like it now. Thanks to Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Gabriel Farvin Davis, and everybody else who was there at Arrowhead. That was really cool. It's good for football. And again, it's a copycat league. So if you want to play wide open, beautiful football like that, that's what seems to be what's going to take to win. So you might see a bunch of teams that were maybe fading towards defense and running that are like, that's not going to fucking cut the chops anymore, especially in the AFC. Damn, that was good. Huckster, hit the music, bro. Backdoor truth of the week. You talk about a backdoor <laughs> cover? The backdoor truth of the week. Cue the oh, music. That was beautiful. I love you, Josh Allen. I always will. What what you just said is all extremely accurate. Um, but, you know, a great man is only as great as his company to an extent. Let's be careful. Our Wyoming farm tank are now beloved. You know, Good Morning America. They're talking Josh Allen. West Coast Rise Up. Danny Tanner, RIP. Wake Up San Francisco. Anyway, the point is, is that we can't hitch these wagons together i'm talking josh allen and sean mcdont sorry sean mcdermott sean uh, mcdont yeah that's right this guy underthinks the biggest moment okay the trend now is to overthink it okay everybody goes for it on fourth down i, I don't want no moxie but that was that was you know and you got the studs to do it so that's the move <clears throat> talking about the kick kicker special time anyway just to get into just 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 to get into specifics because there's a lot of been stuff stuff been said said in the media lately about this game and about the end of this game uh the the kickoff was apparently because everyone was just bashing him for not squib kicking it i don't think he wanted to squib kick it because if you squib it uh you you could randomly just have a lineman fall on it on the 30 or 40 and now mahomes only needs to make one pass so I think they were trying to kick it, but not touch back it. They might have also been scared of Tyreek Hill. Not sure if he was on the field or not, but they definitely didn't want to get uh, uh, miracle. What's the uh, what's the term I'm thinking of? The miracle. What's the nickname for it? Music City Miracle. They didn't want to get Music City Miracle. It was definitely in the back of their mind a little bit. What's the one thing that can beat us right now? Some random crazy ass. Uh, hold on, hold on. Some random crazy ass kickoff that they where they lateral and Tyree could just burn them three minutes ago for a 45 yard punt return. Anyway, McDermott said that, that was an execution problem, aka we weren't trying to, to kick a touchback. Yeah, he didn't want to throw his kicker under the bus. The problem though that I do have is the defense that they played in those last 13 seconds where seemingly they're just letting Tyreek and Kelsey run, not man on man. Anyway, I'm not an ex enough of an X and O's defensive guy, but Rex Ryan broke it down pretty well. What are you doing on those last few plays? That's where you got to look at Frazier and McDermott and be like, that's where you let this team down. So all the McDermott bashing, not about it. I love him as a coach, but those last 13 seconds were handled. Awful, awful. The guys, the guys calling defensive timeouts, giving them extra time, and then, the, and, and then in the OT, you know, they should have known not to send Josh out. Enough with this perfect record stuff. You know, you flip a coin enough times, everybody's going to be wrong. You know, that was. I would have. I would have loved a defensive timeout. Yes. When when like when they got when the Chiefs got in the First red zone. In overtime, call a goddamn timeout. You're gassed. Like, even just to literally say nothing and give them water. <laughs> yeah, you know what you do with the next play, Jeff? You call another fucking timeout because everybody's fucking gassed <laughs> because they've been chasing around these motherfuckers for yeah. the last epic three and a half minutes of football. Was that the quickest coin toss ever? They just they just started. They didn't go to commercial. It was just, that was, that was black hat voodoo shit. 
it's like when you play it's like when you play a blackjack hand and your connection goes lost for about a minute and then all of a sudden you went from like like your hands like just getting dealt and then all of a sudden you you've you just got blackjacked but nothing happened it just like goes to that you got sean mcdonald with his back against the wall you got a two-time division winner if they go a third time against the chiefs you know, maybe they lose an extra game this year. Maybe the Pats pick up one. What if it's in the wild card week one? You know, how about this? If they beat the Jaguars, that game would have been in Buffalo. If they beat the goddamn Jaguars. How about that? Eh? Uh, okay. I'm fucking tired day at Jacksonville. Uh, just last thoughts about the Titans there, Hawk. Uh, like, I know what I saw. What did you see? The defense was there. The offense wasn't. That's yeah, kind of what it Coach Rabes did. Coach Rabel did his job. He threw three picks. Like, you can't win a playoff game with that many turnovers. It's tough because, like, was it two of them were tipped balls? Like, the first one was the first pass of the game was the worst pass of the game. And then two of them were just tipped. But that first pass, like, what do you just give it to Derek, man? It's the first play of the game. Uh, Anyway. uh, uh, Yo, they, they rolled out. It was a pure home crowd, man. It was spackled orange. They were they showed out for their Titans. They had a real opportunity. I think I tipped it early in the show. Biggest choke job of the last decade. Total laydown. You said Vrabel did his job. What the hell is he doing going for two? Cocky first time. I did, I hated horse. that too. Yeah, I of course, this. of course you hated yeah, it. You I, had it three and a half. You had it three and a half. Okay. Of course you hated it. Also, right. you just you're gonna run a really predictable play here. Like that would have been a nice Tannehill bootleg. Yeah, if, if I was a Titans fan, I was I would have been like, no, 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 no. Don't you watch playoff like NFL film stuff? These points are gonna cost us right here. So anyway, it, 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 it backdoored some uh, personal growth out of weird Mike. Being so wrong and having watched so much football and just watching this go the exact opposite of the exact way I was telling everybody. By the way, thank you for listening and following. <laughs> thank you, everybody. Uh, Weird uh, Mike's been making you a whole bunch of dough. I've been making you a sporadic dough. <laughs> if you listen to if, luck. if you listen, all right, if you listen to my Bengals handicap, that was actually spot on. Hey, we got a quarterback with a high ceiling. We're not sure. We're not sure where he is within that ceiling yet. We have another quarterback. We know his ceiling. He doesn't even hit it that much. Uh, rest of the games, not not so sure. I think it was pretty bang on with the Bills, but that was a coin flip game anyway. What are you going to do? And it turned into an absolute coin flip game. Draw at halftime. Draw at the end of. And the regulation. There's this thing called the double bet that you can do in props, folks. The draw draw pays a lot, but it doesn't really happen too much. I've been betting five dollars safety every playoff game. You what do you mean? Plus, like, the, will there be a safety in the game? Oh, okay. Plus, uh, you know, usually plus thousand. Anyway, whatever, just for fun. And that Niners block punt that goes for a safety nine out of ten. I can't believe it. the snowstorm stalled it. Hufanga. Shout out to Gabriel Davis, by the way. Four touchdowns, 201 yards, cleats, and jersey going to the Hall of Fame. Who had oh, the yeah. best playoff game at all of all time at a wide receiver? Randy Moss? Nope. Jerry Rice? Nope. No. Terrell Owens? No. Gabriel fucking Davis. Anyway, if, if, they, if, if they'd won the game, We'd still be talking about Gabriel Davis. What's that? Yeah, I guess where else he's going? Where? Anywhere else but Buffalo, because somebody's going to pay that motherfucker, okay? That's where he's going. Bye, Gabriel Davis. I hope it's us. I hope it's us. Me too. God bless the guy. He had his moment, and you got to cash in on your moment in this world. So, Is he 100% a free agent? Are you sure of that? I knew you didn't know. I don't think he is. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's gone. It does matter. He's gone. Because I'm pretty sure he's going to pay him because they already got digs. So I'm telling you, I've seen another f- year. His I've, fucking yeah. mind is gone, bro. <laughs> Give me an extension. I'm telling you, the Gabriel Davis saga. I don't think any receiver beginning or it's just ending. If you got Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, or Joe Burrow as your quarterback right now, I don't think you're switching teams if you're getting paid anywhere sort of sort of fair. And we're, look, we're going to let Emmanuel Sanders walk. 
Okay, we're gonna pay Gabriel Davis. Don't get, don't, don't get it twisted. Hey, I'm starting to pay Gabriel Davis fund, but I don't think we need him. I think we have him under contract. Emmanuel, we'll get Leslie to check on it. Emmanuel Sanders, uh, the curse or not curse, it was the reverse. Every team he played for made the Super Bowl. That's why I really thought it was gonna happen. Like they'd be a touchdown favorite against the Bengals. They'd be the same amount of fave against Cincy. So real heartache. You mentioned Santi. Uh, Royal heartbreak, man. Four tickets to the AFC title game. That's Fuck. a quick 2K USD in your pocket. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people hurting, man. It's not just not just your betters out there. You know, real world, real lives. There's some coach. There's some coaches hurting. This is this was news. Just heard today. We don't really need to talk about it too much. Just kind of fucked up. The Arizona owner has not paid the playoff bonuses to any of his coaches yet because he's so disappointed with how the te- how the season ended. Interesting. Coaching bonuses are often the equivalent to like an entire salary for some of these assistant coaches. Like if you're the uh, if you're the quality control coach on offense, like maybe you make thirty grand for the year, but your playoff bonus is like thirty grand a game. Anyway, Mr. Bidwell not happy in the desert. Cliff Kingsbury looks like. By the way, during that Rams wild card game against the Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury showed up. It looked like he had been on a four day coke bender. His eyes. His fucking beard was disheveled. Like, I know they were studying a lot for the game, but well, I also yeah. have a feeling that Kingsbury's a partier. Just doesn't he just look like it? Did you see the guy's house, bro? Of course he's yeah. a fucking partier. Of course he's a partier. It's a bowl of cocaine like sugar on the coffee he's, table. Anyway, God bless the guy. Swinging dick whores on the way to the Cardinals game. Well, yeah, and that's the kind of interesting. Jerked off. All right, so the games this weekend. Uh, I saw you throw out a yawn in the group chat, Mike. You're not too not too stoked. Niners, Rams. I think but, Bengals Chiefs is going to be a great game. You know, uh, Huckster, you put it in the tiles, blowing loads. I couldn't believe it made the cut under the marquee. <laughs> was, I know. Was big time. <laughs> By the way, Huck, don't give Huck, a fuck, man. Huck, think, don't Huck, care. Huck is way more a part of this show than any of y'all ever imagined. So that, that yeah, was yeah, a yeah, big big moment. I had a big. 6 a.m. laugh, but um, <clears throat> oh my god, I'm I got I'm, my mind is transporting to all the loads I've blown here. Jeff, picture yeah, okay, I'll get that's that enough. Idea. Yeah, that's <laughs> enough. Um, <laughs> anyway, I uh, I'm really sad that we might be losing Brian Dable for the Bills. Uh, the Giants just signed our assistant GM to be their new GM. And look, I mean, Dable's going in for a second interview, praying that Dan Quinn gets it because he. He just went in. Dan Quinn just went in for his first interview with the Giants, but I'm hoping it's him. By the way, these coaching odds in Vegas that they're giving, like, you know, Dan Quinn, 200 plus 250 to become the new, like, Giants coach. Or anyway, these odds are interesting because it just makes me think, like, let's say you, you work in the Giants complex and then you tell your brother, Hey, we saw Dan Quinn today and then looked pretty happy. He was calling his wife in the foyer. And then that brother tells his buddy at work, like, yo, Giants are signing Dan Quinn. You'll hear about it tomorrow. And Boom. His buddy, and Plus his buddy 400. Knows, and his buddy knows Johnny Meatballs. Out in Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, okay. So there you go. You just mentioned Jersey and Johnny Meatballs. So what's to stop a guy from putting a fucking private eye? I told you I was feeling extra weird today. They get tailed these motherfuckers for Whenever a week you wear your to ten own. days. You know what's that cost? Three, four grand. You lay some lumber on the bet. It's peanuts. It's a finder's fee. See, they got They got to be careful. Very careful. You're right. The dude in the lobby and the foyer is real. Also, you think the coaches and these people are trained in in this secrecy? You know, sort of like these show characters can't spill the season episodes and. Hey, wait a minute, just you kind of went faster than that. So you're you're claiming that why wouldn't a guy just hire a private investigator to follow a co- the coach or just Dan kind Quinn. of da- follow Dan Quinn? Dan Quinn specifically. Not, 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 uh, uh, hey, for the record, I or anybody I know will not be following Dan Quinn. <laughs> um, but somebody could, and, and then you s- and then you that sm- he made that call, and then you that sm- he had that dinner. You've said crazier things, Mike. Okay, that's not that crazy. I mean, I bet there's guys in Jersey thinking about doing this exact thing. Like, hey, when he flies to the airport, we follow him. You know, but maybe you just do it locally, like for New York sports. Can I tell you this? uh, This weekend, I was told that it was the craziest thing ever they heard. I wanted to keep the holy water from the baptism. The guy overdunked (laughs) the kid and there's like 
you know, hundred milliliters of holy water. It's genuine, bro. It's pure, freshly blessed, baby head. And you know, everybody's walking out. They made their pictures and stuff. And can, can we get that anyway? What is what, what the priest said? The priest, sure, really, you know. But everybody was saying no, no, no. And I was like, my child, my check. Give me that. Wrap it to go, priest, padre. Let's go. <laughs> Anyway, it's over to Mantle here at Centennial. I don't think you can. I don't think you're the first Italian man to ask for some of the holy water that his child was was blessed with. I'm mean, probably not the first oh, one oh to. God, it's a it's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. That's what everybody was mad about. <laughs> oh yeah, because everyone's dipping the hand in the water. Oh jeez. Yeah, I got the nephews there. I told them to get a blessing before I. Anyway, like before they before they're dipping the water. Hey, you've asked. <laughs> For the record, I made a mini scene. Okay, it was a mini scene at the altar for the Holy One. A mini scene for you is, is a very normal scene for everybody else. A major scene for you is, uh, you know. Um, just to uh, wrap the up the, uh, the odd futures, okay, the private eye stuff. It's award season, eh? That, yep. that stuff happens in, in those awards betting. You know, a, a news article goes out, uh, you know, Parasite, new film fave, right? You, you get in on it, but wait till anyway award season it's uh what do you call it non-game futures here i want in on the shady underground of non-game futures you count me in all right i know you're on the west coast don't let hey. that time difference defer you hey I'm, i i did pretty good at the golden globes we're waiting for the oscars bud let's go <laughs> um okay so speaking of some crazy futures before we get into the games there is some super bowl futures that are pretty exciting and speak it's funny you you, you mentioned your uh, you mentioned your parents parents place i still remember that's the place that we got screwed at a bob sanders mike i'm not sure if it was me and you or me and hearns but a couple of us had th thrown down yeah me and hearns he had thrown down some money on bob sanders at plus ten thousand to win the super bowl mvp okay he had a fumble uh, sorry a forced fumble an interception which he ran which he ran back for about 50 yards but did not get a touchdown he had a sack he had, anyway, an outstanding defensive game. Peyton Manning threw one nice touchdown throw, kind of wobbly to Reggie Wayne, and they gave it to him. Bullshit. Either way, though, some very exciting non-quarterbacks at high odds for Super Bowl MVP. Mike, who's your fave out of the, out of the non-QBs? We've looked at the odds. I have a bit of a blackjack fetish online. I like to win one or two hands and then go to Super Bowl Futures and pick really weird freaking people to win okay <laughs> i got cooper cup not that weird i doubled down got 20 on him what's he plus and i'm seeing here plus a thousand he's plus 1200 at one place too plus a thousand i got von miller plus eight thousand ten to win 800 you know do it once hey you do it twice if i see you do it one time i believe that you might be able to do it a second time and yo hired assassin he did it against brady he was brought in for one play a strap a strip sack in the second half versus tom brady the motherfucker did it all you one, one of the there's ingredients to this so one thing you need if you're betting on a receiver a running back or a defensive player to win the super bowl mvp because this is some of our favorite bets on futures we love this stuff yes we got screwed with bob sanders but julian edelman cashed in okay this this stuff works you need an interception. You need an interception thrown probably by each quarterback. It really helps. Then throw in, you know, one of them having a pretty bad quarter. <clears throat> but uh, let's say the Bengals get there, okay? And let's say Joe Burrow throws a pick, tip ball pick. Maybe, you know, he gets sacked a couple times by the Rams, which he will if the Rams make it. But if the Bengals happen to win, Jamar Chase is plus 6,000. All right? Another guy. OBJ, let's say they double cover cup and it's like Chiefs, Rams, and Rams win. And Von Miller doesn't get a couple strip sacks. But OBJ goes for two touchdowns, 100 yards, uh, and like seven catches. And let's say Stafford throws a pick or two. OBJ's plus 7,000. Okay, let's say, you're the, let's say you're a Chiefs fan. You think the Chiefs are going to win. Tyreek Hill plus 2,000. He also is returning punts. He is incapable of throwing interception because he is not the quarterback. But if Mahomes, if the Rams or Niners give Mahomes some problems, Tyreek Hill plus 2,000. Anyway, those are some ones to check out. 
If you like a more classic one, Joe Burrow plus a thousand, and we'll get into the Bengals futures a little bit later. Arizona, pay your fucking coaches. Why am I even reading this? What a waste of time. Hey, 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 hey. Bidwell, I, I like the one or two day stall, but if it's their main piece of steak, then get it, get it, get it to them. Of course. It's a little side entree. You could, hey, you know, get pissed off. You hold it a day or two. Let them know. Oh, who's got honor? I was uh, after the Bengals, after the Bengals, my bronze pick hit just like the week before. Uh, way wrong on the box, even with this, in spite of the comeback, just. Once Tristan Wirfs was out of the game, I probably should have changed my pick, but just Brady at home, divisional playoff weekend. He's like 8-0-1. Buddy. But it mattered. They couldn't stop the Rams all game. So anyway, I went 1-2 and two after the Bills debacle with 13 seconds left. But what are you going to do? It was a coin flip. <clears throat> you were 1-1. One one. I was 1-1. One one. I've been Smash on the years. Titans. Smash on the Titans. Poopy. And you won on the Rams. Bueno. Giddy up. All right, let's set the picks. Cue the Obi Trice. You! Okay, Obi Trice, real name, no gimmicks. Uh, let's keep going. My gold pick for the championship weekend will be the Cincinnati Bengals and Smoking Joe Burrow at plus seven points. Now, a couple factors here. First of all, Joe Burrow is scared of anybody, especially a team he beat a month ago. Uh, the Chiefs aren't good at necessarily covering spreads. They're, they don't have the secondary for it, so these... The, the teams that they're playing can always come back. And they had a not that great of a secondary before Tyron Matthew went down. He's still out in concussion protocol. When you get kneed in the head, the back of the head by your own team, that did not look like a small concussion. It could have even been a neck injury. So let's assume that he's not back. And if he is back, he's not 100%. Well, when you got Uzuma, T. Higgins, Taj Boyd, and Jamar Chase coming through in that secondary, it's going to be a problem, just like it showed for the Bills. Um, now <laughs> it's uh, whoever covered AJ Brown for the Bengals last week, that guy's gonna need some help because that guy sucks. <laughs> okay, AJ Brown was having a game, honestly. Tannehill just kept throwing deep to him, there was nothing that could stop him. Um, However, I think T. Higgins is going to have a huge game. If they're, if they're focused so much on Jamar Chase, T. Higgins is such a good corner, such a good target to throw those back shoulder throws to. And that's how he was beating the Titans. It was T. Higgins just there on third down. Uh, I like the lack of fear in this team. I said that they reminded me of the old Dallas Cowboys when we were kids. That They don't know that it's supposed to take a couple of years to reach that next level. So Joe's not scared. I don't think the Chiefs have the the pass rush that the Titans had. They're not going to get nine sacks on Burrow. So I just feel like this game is going to be tight. I see the Chiefs winning by three, maybe four. Uh, but seven points is way too much. These two teams are uh, closer than that. And uh, they proved a lot a month ago when the Bengals won outright. So final score, 30-26. Chiefs move on, but uh, Bengals cover. And I think actually the Bengals will be winning this game you know, early on. The Chiefs come back and eventually take over, but I don't think the spread will really be in question most of the game. They're just too confident right now. Throw in this as well. Uh, they get the they have the extra day and a half to prepare. They were the early game on Saturday and then facing a team that went to overtime and their defense ran around all night trying to cover the Bills. Going into overtime, exhausted, and then exuberant after the, the one of the best wins of any of their lives. Definitely over-celebrating that a little bit. It's just, it's natural. Seven points for a hungry Bengals team, I'll take it. Okay, silver pick. I gotta do it. I'm taking the, I'm taking the Rams. Rams minus three and a half at home. How many times can you beat a team that is better than you, especially better than you at quarterback. As I mentioned before, both these teams knew that they were uh, a good quarterback away from that next level. Both these teams, the Niners and Rams, were trying to get Matt Stafford. One team succeeded because the coach and Stafford happened to be on vacation together in Cabo at the time. And they're just like, yo, I want to win the Super Bowl. I need your arm. He's like, great. I want to win the Super Bowl. I need your mind. And they just hooked up and they're man lovers. Well, Shanahan was snake bit 
And then he ended up trading the picks that he was offering for Stafford uh, to try to upgrade, but it's going to be a longer process. His name's Trey Lance. I just think, uh, I think the Rams have learned their lesson. These two teams know each other so well. So now you got to pull tricks. Now you got to deceive. And I just don't think the Rams defense, especially being healthy at the absolute right time of the year with Vaughn Miller putting a little extra pressure on Jimmy G in the nine times that Kyle lets him throw it will be enough. And I think the hook is just trying to get you again. Niners fans and Niners betters have, have had a great month. I think it's time to hop off the horse right now. All right. The Rams at home, that extra juju of playing the Super Bowl at home in L.A. and just becoming L.A. superstars. St. Louis's nightmare is too much. So it's hard to beat a team three times in a row, especially in the same season, especially when you are less at quarterback. Uh, <clears throat> everything in my sports betting belly tells me take the Rams here. Don't overthink it. And that's what I'm doing. Giddy up. Word of the day, everyone. Exuberant. Brought to you by Look Who's Talking. Word of the day. Exhibit would be proud, Jeff. Exalata. Exuberant. <laughs> Mix it with a little bit of ecstasy. Um, Cincy plus seven. You know what? You mentioned the extra day. Why do I think that doesn't matter as much in the playoffs? I, I don't know. love that angle. In the regulars. No, oh, this guy just played on Thursday. It's only fucking Sunday. I'm going to play fucking 300 beans. I don't feel that way on the playoffs. Not sure why. No doubt could be spent. But the hunger, unlike the, the uh, Seahawks, which I've compared these Kansas City Chiefs to for now several years, Winning that game against Buffalo, actually, now I will draw the comparison because the Seahawks lost that game and that third follow-up year. But the Chiefs won it. Good for them. Um, I don't like it. You, I, you, you said it best, Hewlett. Yawn. That's where I was going with the blown loads, the blown loads. I blew my load on divisional. I got not much left for championship Sunday. You know why? Because it already freaking happened. I watched it. Rams versus Brady. Epic. Epic. versus Casey. So the gold pick, I like it because I think the Chiefs will need a little bit more magic to get it right. Remember, the Bengals laid it down. They they didn't have their A game. They had their fucking C game. And they still won that. So So now they... They got a bullet in their chamber. So you're right. There is a little bit of advantage there. And I don't think they've played each other. I, I can't. Um, Bengals, Bengals, Bengals Chiefs played each other a month ago. Yeah. And the Bengals okay. won. How about that? I thought that's what you were just referencing. Yeah, they won. No, and, no, no, I wasn't. Um, and the Bengals like did not bring the Bengals not did not bring their A game. It was in Cincinnati and Kansas Ooh. City was going for the number one seed. They got up, I think, 10 or 14 and they lost. Joe Burrow came back against them, which is another reason why the seven-point spread doesn't scare me because even if they're down 10 or 13, Joe won't be scared. He's already done it against this team. What what difference are you going to do on defense? thought you were going to sneak in a total. You had the gold, silver, bronze was left open. You know, for if, the if over I had, in this game, what, what were you still going to pencil in late for the viewers here? No, 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 I wouldn't touch the over. I was waiting for the number to maybe move up on the Niners Rams. It's currently at 46. The only way Kyle Shanahan and the Niners are going to win this game is to do those eight-minute, nine-minute drives that Shanahan loves to do, where he, where he just runs for three down first downs over and over and over again behind Trent Williams and Kittle. That could lead to a solid under, just because Kyle's literally wasting the game. So we'll see. If it goes up to 47, 48, I could definitely lean on that under. Uh, in the NFC championship game, just because of the way that the, because of the strategy the Niners will use. They're not going to just trade blow for blow with the Rams. They got, they don't have, they don't have the fighters for it. They're not Debo Samuel can't just run for five touchdowns, you know? So Kyle wants to score two or three touchdowns, kick a couple field goals and win this game, you know, 24, 20. Hey, I'm as big a Rams guy as there is. Don't you ever tell Debo 
what he can or can't do. Jeff. That's okay. true. I, no, that, I that saw he's going to line himself up a mega max extension. They're backing it up. They're talking like 160, 180 mil. I saw on Instagram. Somebody compared someone. Someone said this about Debo. If Percy Harvin and Anquan Bolden had a man baby, it would be Debo Samuel. And I'm like, that's pretty fucking good. He's not quite as fast as Percy, but he's quick and fast like that. And he might not be quite as strong and catch everything that Anquan does, but he's got the same build. It's a pretty good man, baby. How about that? Mm, not word. Okay, of the what's day. your pick? Not what's your pick, Mike? Pick. What do you got? That's right. Only one. Um, like I said, that AFC title game probably gonna fucks with a total closer to butter the bread with the NFC West three and one in the playoffs. Riding the Rams, the SoFi Super Bowl, still alive. Roger wants it. Weird Mike wants it. Minus three and a half. L.A. Rams at home versus the San Francisco 49ers. The I just stole a game and ended an era at Lambeau. One game short, Jimmy G. What do we do with now? Sean McVay exercises his Kyle Shanahan demons. I think the Niners will have to rely on smoke and mirrors and it will take them off their game. What you said, Jeff, I couldn't disagree with you more. What the Niners have to do to win this game. They have to go outside the box and outside their comfort zone. And if Jimmy G continues to play junior high football, which he has done for the last five quarters. Yeah. Okay. Great three quarters versus Dallas. You, you got him, Jimmy. Indoor fast track with your last five, man, you would have been cut from every varsity team in the nation. He was trying to give the game away. He's just throwing these little a- Aikman couldn't believe it. He's throwing, he's almost yeah. getting sacked. And he's Aikman fluttering, was he's fluttering these like nine yard passes for a one yard gain across the field. They, they almost get picked like three in a row. It's a gain of one. Yeah, no wonder Shanahan doesn't let him throw. Kudos for Fox broadcasting, eh? Just slowing down those passes even more. Looking yeah. like, looking yeah. like, looking like anybody could have picked that off. <laughs> so, like I said, I've been riding the Rams. I said it. I think week six, the SoFi Super Bowl is real. Cronky is real. The want is real. And they're one home win away. When the Niners beat the the Packers, I nutted up on the Rams against the Bucks. The want to host the title and the Super Bowl. Too much to deny. And let's not forget, everybody. We talked about Cincy and KC on their earlier meeting. How about the last meeting of the year? The Niners needing a miracle last second comeback to get in the tournament. Now they're back at SoFi. Won't be as many Niner fans. They'll be there. Maybe more. Because think, well, really? because because of the effort, like is in they almost it, it's like reverse psychology. Like they go oh. on, they go on social media. They're like, hey, don't sell your tickets. Like the I've heard nine news stories about this already, right? Really? I think if, if I'm a Niners fan, I was maybe gonna go out of spite. Now, like I'm going to be in that crowd to be one of the people that they didn't want there. You know, I, I think it could work against them that they actually tried to block Niners fans from getting these tickets. Because I think you would have had a whole bunch more just casual NFL fans just because there's so many rich people in LA just been like, yeah, let's go to the game. Who are we cheering for? Who cares? Like wear a fucking dress shirt. But uh, I think Um, you might get more hardcore faithful there now. I'm glad that game's at 630. So it won't be kicking off at fucking noon local. All right. Give the people a chance of LA to settle into their seats. Three and one in the playoffs. Only one pick. It's the Rams. They're hot. So am I. Hopefully so are you because you listen to this show. Look who's talking. Uno, uno, ocho. One, one, eight, baby. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't done that yet and you've been listening to this show for like, I don't know, anywhere close to 40, 50 episodes. Please, for the love of God, give back. All right? Rate, review, and subscribe slash follow. Sometimes on some apps, there's not a subscribe button. Press follow. That does it. Uh, One thing, Mike, about this spread, I think if home field advantage was more distinguished in this game, it might be four. It might be four and a half. I think the fact that last time these guys played, Stafford had to go to a silent count 
and Jimmy G was actually able to run his cadence. I think I think that's a, I think that's a half point, maybe even a full point difference because I think the Rams are that much better than the Niners. Again, um, but yeah. Kyle's got their number. Kyle's got their number. I haven't given Kyle Shanahan enough credit on this show, and I will try to make up for that. What a coach. Yes, yes, yes you should. For all your Jimmy hate, you should Kyle. It should be balanced with Kyle love. Yeah, not love, but uh, adoration. Some, I'm starting some, to love this guy. If it, him and Trey Lance next year, yeah, I'll be betting a lot of Niners. But um, that was the final week of the year, Jeff. That was the ninth home game for the Rams. I told you they're not all the same. All right. So getting tickets to a regular season game that nobody gives a fuck about in South Central L.A., you know, so um, I think that that is the I think I think it's an under. I really do. I really do. I, I won't take it because teams, if they see the edge, will exploit it till the end because of the blown leads that have been happening. Yeah, but I see the under way more, maybe a first half under maybe. Now, here's something that I considered, too, when I was picking the Bengals, and it makes me even stronger on it. And you're going to like this because it's a weird take, Mike. Okay? Let's hear it. You ever been, let's say, back in high school? I remember I used to do this. My parents yes. would be gone. Yes. My yes, parents would be gone. And I'd have a huge, I'd plan a big party on the Saturday. Okay? You know, a bunch of people coming over. We got it all organized. But we get excited on Friday at school. Yeah. What are you doing tonight? I don't know. There's a game on. Well, you know, let's fucking everybody come over and hey, we'll have a little pre-party. And then that party ends up being the shit. It is amazing. Everyone had the best time. There's inside jokes. Can't, can't believe that got so crazy. And there's one guy who had to work, but he's really fired up for the Saturday party still. Hey, guys, what, what, I know last night was great. This would happen to Dewey all the time. He'd be so rattled that we had too much fun the night before. Okay. <laughs> well, he was probably there, but you know what I mean? My point is you can feel it when you walk into a place and you missed the actual party, even though you're supposed to be at the party. The AFC championship game in Kansas City is supposed to be the big party. It was last week. The exuberance for anybody who was at that game, the team, the, the, the feeling inside Arrowhead. I think the Bengals are going to come punch them in the face a little bit because there's that left, that hangover leftover. Like, you know, you're starting a party up, but there's still confetti from last game. It's just a weird feeling of walking into a party one day late. And I feel like the fans and even the team, it will be hard to match that emotion of what you just had and what's arguably one of the greatest games of all time. And now you got to, you know, take on a pretty hungry Bengals team, which in no way you will probably match that level of exuberance, even if you win. So you know, it's like you and your girl planning some big, big sex night after some crazy, wicked, beautiful dinner with candles and all this stuff. And then you have amazing, amazing morning sex. <laughs> I don't know how good that at-home date going to be when you're both just tired and fucking eating chips watching an old movie. Yeah, well, if you knew and read the last tile, you got to watch out for those loads, baby. Yeah, you sure do. All right, I got a little truth of the week for you about the Bengals Super Bowl future. Here we go. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. All right. Truth of the week. If you if you have think that the Bengals have any chance to beat the Chiefs, it is worth your money to throw down a little future on them at plus 750 to win the Super Bowl for a couple reasons. First of all, I think it's only plus 750 because Vegas does not think that the Bengals have a chance against the Rams. They just watched the Titans get nine sacks against them. But again, Stafford and that offense is not going to let you just be get away with that. The Tannehill and the Titans weren't able to do anything. Nine sacks. Not, that's, that's nine plays that are probably drive stoppers. And, and Tannehill and the, and the L couldn't do anything. The Rams, if they make it, and they happen to play the Bengals, I think Vegas is saying here at plus 750, that they don't have a chance against the Rams. Well, I'm saying they do, that they do. And even if you don't think they do, if they get by the Chiefs, you have them, let's say, 100 bucks at plus 750. Even with a, a, the money line being favored in the Rams department, you can hedge that bet. And if the Bengals happen to go ahead in that Super Bowl, you can really hedge it because now the lines change. Bengals up 7 nothing. You get the Rams at even money and hedge that bet for 750. Now, here's why it's an even better bet. Shit. What if the Niners win? 
Now you got an even Super Bowl matchup with no necessary money line favorite. Because if you got the Bengals red hot after beating the Chiefs, and then somehow a Jimmy G led team beats the Rams, maybe with another punt block. I don't know how they do this, but they do it. It's the Niner way. Either way, now you got plus seven fifty a plus seven fifty team in an even matchup against the Niners. Now, if the Chiefs do end up beating the Bengals, there might be a time during the game. I'm predicting the Bengals go up early in this kind of hungover feeling that the Chiefs will have where you can immediately hedge your bet a little bit and bet on the Chiefs at a much greater value. And if you're wrong and the Chiefs lose, well, shit, you got your initial $100 bet on the Bengals to win the Super Bowl plus 750. You know what Mattress Mac do? type shit. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what I'm going to do? If the, what? if the Bengals jump out early, What's you know, that? 10, 10, 14, nothing. Smash on the Chiefs? No, no. And then that's that's the easy play now. I know that's sometimes, the easy play. Sorry. Sometimes that line is still minus or a barely plus, right? Fuck it. I'm going to take the Bengals. I'm going to get down on the team that's shown up, that's got the lead, and that's only, you know, um, that's, that's, uh, an, uh, that's, a that's also a great, it's also a great it's, way to lie. It's too bet. much. It's too much. It's too much already. Right. I almost it's threw it. It's almost like it's turning into the NBA. Well, it's almost. interesting because Vegas, Vegas for a, a large part of that Rams Bucks game thought that Brady was coming back. It wasn't until the second half because I was looking at the money line and it was, wasn't good enough. Plus 500. This team's down three scores and they're not even getting the ball first. Plus 500. That's not good enough. So I took the plus 14. But anyway, that's also a good way to live bet. As in when the underdog's just winning outright and they're not getting any respect, fucking give them some. Okay, Bengals are up 10 nothing, and it's they're minus 120 to win the game. Fucking A, they're up 10 nothing. So we'll see. But again, no say, no lead is safe versus Mahomes. Huck Daddy, who do you like this weekend? Just no spreads. Just who do you think is going to Super Bowl? It's, yeah, I like the favorites. I don't know. They, they, they seem too dominant. Vegas does too. It, it's hard to argue. Chiefs at home, Rams at home against two de- probably inferior opponents. Love it, baby. I also, also can't ch- cheer for the Bengals. Of course not. They, they Ralph Wiggum broke your heart. <laughs> and you ch- 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 chose them. <laughs> anyway. It's a, um, it's a tough weekend for the Look Who's Talkers. Bill's heartbreak. Oh. Titan, Titans. No show. I thought I maybe had a chance to pick the Super Bowl preseason two years in a row. And in one day, all wiped out. Me too. I'm done. I, I said rematch initially. But if you've been listening to the show, I've been off Tampa since about week nine. And uh, just just too much. You know, there's nothing, nothing on Tommy. Solid effort. He's coming well, back. He's not going out like that. One last thought about Aaron Rodgers, in case you're wondering. He's got lots to say. Guy loves talking about himself. And right before he talks about himself, he talks about how he doesn't like talking about himself. It's fucking weird. (laughs) There's one one guy I would want to be a car with longer than one hour who plays in the NFL. It's Aaron. Anyway, that was a fun career in Green Bay. I think it's done. Anyway, have yourself a great weekend. Uh, If you're looking for somewhere awesome to bet, parlays, money lines, and spreads. Check out our friends at Bet Openly, aka the Hardcore 49er Faithful down in Florida. Um, but anyway, it's pretty cool. Peer-to-peer wagering, 1% juice. Take away the middleman. Take away the book. Beautiful. Um, yeah. And remember to check out our Storyteller Beer Contest. Someone's going to win Storyteller Beer for a year, aka 12 cases of tall boys that you will get all at once. If you live in the GTA, we're going to need you to pick it up. <laughs> and uh, if you don't, we'll figure it out. Maybe send you some gift certificates. If uh, Also, our weekly prize winners, I've emailed you out. Uh, yeah, if again, same thing. If you're far away, we'll send it to you. If you're close by the GTA, we're going to give you an address to pick it up. Both of you guys already said yes. And if you want to win any prizes in our Storyteller Beverages Contest, you got to be a subscriber to the show. Send your proof with your email. Anything for Shut the Huck Up? Oh, he can't even say go Titans. Oh. oh, and I forgot to ask him last week because I'm a dickhead. You know what, Hila? You've been reverse cursing both of us all freaking year, man. You know what? What a, what a guy this host of ours, eh? Hey, Huck, um, I felt for you. 
118 in the books. Look who's talking championship Sunday. It's supposed to be the single greatest day of football. I think we just witnessed it, but you know where I'll be watching every second. And I hope you will be too. It's hard to feel bad for someone who's worth $160 million playing the, the funnest sport in the world at the funnest position. But my last thought for this show, I love you, Josh Allen. And my heart's with you, bud. See you guys later. Hey, yo, I'm going to be on Tid Out. That's all my eyes can see. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been laying, waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. Now I'ma start collecting props, connecting plots, networking like a conference. Cause the nonsense is yet to stop. Jake, shake me down. Haters wanna take me down, break me down, clap. All they heard was a sound. Yo, I scoped it out. I took your weak dream and choked it out. Your bitch don't really got no ass. She just poked it out on the D-Lo. I'm saying you versus me, yo. We can do this shit right here in front of your people. See time is money, kid, and BS walks. And to me, it's funny, kid, when you meet heads talk. I see Fed Star. They want to dig up the dirt, son. Is it me, they hawk? Because I be putting it work, Gonna son. Gonna be on tit up. That's all my eyes can see. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame. Waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. The cornballs get stonewalled. Blackballed, I own y'all. The veteran. Running my plan. I'm the better man. Crazy raw. Doing my job like the mob. Blazing y'all. And disappearing.